0: Antihypertensives are the drugs that are prescribed to treat high blood pressure levels or hypertension. Most of the antihypertensives work on the renin-angiotensin-aldosterone system, thereby reducing the blood pressure by impeding vasoconstriction and water reabsorption in kidneys. As we all know, hypertension is very common among people and it affects over a billion people around the world. Also, high blood pressure is a huge risk factor for stroke and heart problems. Let's start with what is blood pressure. It is the pressure or force that is exerted by blood onto the walls of blood vessels. One out of the many factors determining blood pressure is the diameter of blood vessels. If the blood vessels are constricted, the pressure inside it will be more, resulting in more blood pumping out strongly. One critical mechanism that controls blood pressure is the renin-angiotensin-aldosterone system or RAS. RAS is a system of hormones, proteins, enzymes and reactions that finally leads to an increase in blood pressure. Let's talk how this system works. So when there is low blood pressure, there will be decreased blood flow to the kidneys and due to this, the kidneys react back by producing renin into the bloodstream. Ren is an enzyme, specifically proteolytic enzyme, which breaks down a protein called angiotensinogen produced from the liver and generates angiotensin 1. This angiotensin 1, when it gets to lungs, it's converted to angiotensin 2 by ACE or angiotensin converting enzyme. Now what happens? This formed angiotensin 2 binds to the vascular smooth muscle receptors, causing them to constrict, resulting in increased blood pressure. In addition to it, angiotensin 2 also triggers adrenal glands to release aldosterone. Aldosterone increases sodium reabsorption in the kidneys which also stimulate water reabsorption, resulting in increased blood volume and finally increased blood pressure. Now we know how RAS works. There are 3 major classes of drugs that block this RAS and thereby reduce blood pressure. They are angiotensin-converting enzyme or ACE inhibitors, angiotensin-2-receptor blockers or ARBs and direct renin inhibitors. Now let's talk about angiotensin-converting enzyme inhibitors or the ACE inhibitors. All the PRILs come under ACE inhibitors, Example: captopril, enalapril and lisinopril. ACE inhibitors block the actions of angiotensin-converting enzyme in the lungs and lead to reduced angiotensin II formation resulting in decreased vasoconstriction and decreased blood pressure also it lowers down the release of aldosterone causing natriuresis or sodium excretion by the kidneys this will reduce blood volume and thereby decrease blood pressure captopril has a shorter half life and therefore it should be administered 2 to 3 times daily while enalapril and lisinopril are highly potent and have a longer half-life than captopril. Above the indications of AC inhibitors, they are commonly used to treat hypertension or high blood pressure. They can also be used to treat heart failure, in which the ability of the heart to pump out adequate amount of blood is low. When we give AC inhibitors to heart failure patients, lowered vasoconstriction gives rise to decreased peripheral vascular resistance and afterload, thus making the heart's function easier as it does not have to pump strong enough against the resistance. In addition to it, ACE inhibitors need to be administered right after an acute myocardial infraction as it increases heart's perfusion to halt further ischemic damage. Most of the ACE inhibitors are taken orally and their route of elimination is via the kidneys. Therefore, utmost care should be taken with renal impairment patients who are taking ACE inhibitors orally and dose should be adjusted properly based on their needs. Next about the side effects of ACE inhibitors, dry cough is the most common side effect of it because ACE or angiotensin converting enzyme also breaks down bradykinin and when ACE inhibitors are taken, there occurs buildup of bradykinins, which induce cough reflex. Angioedema is another result of bradykinin buildup, and angioedema refers to a life-threatening condition wherein there is a painful swelling in the airways. Other than dry cough and angioedema, hypotension is another side effect. However, it eventually disappears when the patient stops having the medicine. Also, people having AC inhibitors need to avoid a potassium-rich diet as potassium excretion in urine will be less due to lowered aldosterone production and therefore, hyperkalemia could result. Next, about some cautions to keep in mind while using AC inhibitors. All DRAS inhibitors, including AC inhibitors, are contraindicated in pregnancy as they cause congenital abnormalities in babies. Instead, it is advisable for the hypertensive pregnant women to have medicines like methyl dopa or labitalol. Another point of caution is that RAS inhibitors elevate the risk of hyperkalemia. So, other medicines that increase serum potassium level should be used with caution. For example, potassium-sparing diuretics. Finally, avoid using more than one RAS inhibitor together due to an increased risk of renal impairment, hypertension, and hyperkalemia. Okay, as a quick summary, AC inhibitors, ARBs, and direct renin inhibitors are a class of medications used to treat hypertension or high blood pressure. And all these drugs, they work at different levels of the renin-angiotensin-aldosterone system, which usually controls blood pressure. AC inhibitors prevent the actions of angiotensin-converting enzyme and prevent the formation of angiotensin 2 resulting in reduced vasoconstriction and aldosterone production, which eventually leads to low blood pressure. AC inhibitors are commonly indicated in the treatment of hypertension, heart failure, and MI. Common side effects include dry cough, angioedema, hypertension, and hyperkalemia. Also, all three RAS inhibitors are contraindicated in pregnancy.